dangerous. It's dangerous. Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> You're a wild. You're a wild. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? most dangerous morning show, DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Made for everybody. Good morning, USA. There's nobody here to respond to me because both DJ Envy and Charlemagne are not here. Are they here? Oh, look at DJ MV. Hey, good morning. Good morning, DJ MV. How you feeling this morning? I'm feeling good. How you feeling? I'm good. I actually had a good night yesterday. I see you was out and about in the city. Well, first of all, I had to host a screening for this Netflix movie, Always Be My Maybe. Mm-hmm. And it comes out tomorrow. And I have to say, the movie was great. Was it? Yeah, it's very funny. Keanu Reeves is in it. Mm-hmm. Ali Wong is in it. Uh, I think you got to see this movie. You should watch it this weekend. Okay. It's really, really funny. It's really cute. I think you'll enjoy it. Um... They told us we can't give away any of the spoilers, including, I guess I can't even tell you that. But um, it's a rom-com. You like rom-coms? Um, no, not necessarily. What? You seem like the type of person who would I love cry that. too much. I tear up too much. During I don't a romantic that. comedy, you would start yeah, crying? It's a comedy. Yeah, but it's always a romantic thing. And it's so nice and so sweet. Love is so beautiful. Isn't it, though? And then after that... Um, I was joking. Yeah, but go ahead. Oh, and also Randall Park is in it. And it's interesting because Ali Wong and Randall Park actually wrote the movie, too. Okay. So I love the fact that they starred in it. They wrote it, but it's a great movie uh, about a couple. They grew up next door to each other, and then they didn't talk to each other for, like, 15 years, and then they ended up coming back together. Okay. And you'll see what happens. And then I went to YG's bowling party. Oh, you did go to YG's bowling party. For real? For real, I did. How was it? It was good. It was at the same place where I had my birthday party in January. Mm-hmm at Bowmore in Times Square and yeah I, you know I actually went right after my screening stayed for a little while but I saw as the night progressed a lot more people showed up Okay, but it was packed already yeah well YG will be joining us this morning so we'll kick it with YG his album is out right now for real for real for real also, uh, Lena Waithe, she's going to be checking in. Of course, there's a lot going on with Lena Waithe. Oh, she, she is? She was trending yesterday. Well, yes. Uh, Jason Mitchell has been let go from the shy, mm-hmm. and people were upset at her for having certain information and not acting in a particular way as far as letting him go. And But we'll say allegedly because yeah. we, we're going to talk well, to that, her. Well, people really are upset. Yeah, no, I know. So it's not alleged. But we'll find out <laughs> what really happened if she knew and all that other stuff in a little bit. Oh, but I can't that, wait to hear about it myself. All right. We got front page news. Next, what are we talking about? Uh, let's talk about a, uh, this is a really sad situation. This happened in Milwaukee. Imagine that you're begging for water in your cell for seven days. You don't get any water. You end up dying. We'll tell you what the family was awarded. Okay. All right. We'll get into all that and more. Keep it locked. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, game one of the NBA Finals is tonight at 9 p.m. The Warriors take on the Raptors, so we'll see how that ends out. Warriors going to win. Hey, Charlemagne. Why are y'all always starting this show so early? Why are you always coming seven minutes late? Because I thought the show started at 6.15. <laughs> Shut up, man. That's not true? No! What else we talk about, Ye? Uh, let's talk about Robert Mueller. Special Counsel Robert Mueller gave a statement. Now, this is his first public statement since his whole investigation into our president, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And he said that he just couldn't charge the president. Here's what he had to say. We are formally closing the Special Counsel's office. And as well, I'm resigning 
uh, from the Department of Justice to return to private life. Mm. So, so he, he resigned. Okay. As I mean, well, he now, was only hired for special counsel. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not like he resigned from a long-standing job. Now, in addition to that, he talks about why he couldn't charge Donald Trump and why he didn't. And as set forth in the report, after that investigation, if we had had confidence that the president clearly did not commit a crime, we would have said so. We did not, however, make a determination as to whether the president did commit a crime. It explains that under long-standing department policy, a president cannot be charged with a federal crime while he is in office. That is unconstitutional. Even if the charge is kept under seal and hidden from public view, that too is prohibited. I wonder how far that goes when it comes to said crime. Wait, man. You, you, commit, you can commit any crime when you're a president and, and not get charged for it as long as you're president? That's what he said. Well, they did not determine whether he had committed obstruction of justice, and they can still impeach him, right? So, well, so it's Congress's move. Yeah, Congress can now respond to this and say there's enough evidence to uh, start impeachment process. But uh, they have to also determine whether or not that is something that's viable, too. They have to figure out if this is going to get the results that they want if they start these impeachment process. Will it be a waste of time or can it possibly happen? So just so you know, they said there was insufficient evidence and therefore uh, that's why they couldn't charge him. It doesn't mean he didn't do anything. They just couldn't say you, without a doubt, did this, right? Mm -hmm. Now, Donald Trump took the opportunity to tweet out, nothing changes from the Mueller report. There was insufficient evidence, and therefore, in our country, a person is innocent. The case is closed. Suckers. That's exactly what he should have said. And he said, how do you impeach a Republican president for a crime that was committed by Democrats? Witch hunt. I will say, though, I don't think impeachment is the move. I think these Democrats need to get on their grind, and these Democrats need to start telling the American people things that they want to hear, and they need to start telling the American people things that they can actually do for them and win this thing the old-fashioned way. Get them out the White House the old-fashioned way. All right. All right, and a family in Milwaukee, by the way, has been awarded $6.75 million in a settlement. This is one of the largest settlements in history for a federal civil rights case involving an in-custody death, and that is Terrell Thomas. He died April 24th, 2016. He was deprived of water for seven days. Now, they said that they could hear him begging for water for days. Really? And jail officials said they were unaware the water to his cell had been turned off. So three county officials have since been sentenced to jail since then, and the family did get... $6.75 $6.75 million. They need more than that. But they don't give you water with your lunch and your breakfast no more in jail? I mean, they turned off the water. He was begging for it. They I'm talking about when they bring to... you your tray, your food. They don't mm-hmm. give you no water with your tray? I guess I not. I guess not. Jesus. And he was arrested for reckless endangerment and felony firearms violations. He fired shots in a casino, but he also was suffering from a mental disorder as well. After his death, all charges were dismissed. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, horrible morning. Maybe you're tired of all this rain everywhere and tornadoes. Yeah, or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's going on, man? It's Servant. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. What's your name? All right, man. Uh, the first thing I really wanted to say was, man, um, it's, it's really about energy. Uh, everything that we put into our bodies, that we watch, that we eat and breathe, is um, is is things that 
uh, we can give back out here in the world that can be very negative. So basically, to sum it up is we need to be careful of the things that we watching on social media, the things that we watching on TV, the people that we have the conversations with, because that same negative or positive energy could be passed on to us. And now we going around walking, having an argument with our girl, fighting with our mom or whatever, and we don't even know why. But this person that was negative just ruined our whole vibe. Did something just happen to you? Um, well, no, um, not really. Um, <laughs> yes, you know, um, uh, what it is is a lot of people, they are just really unsupportive. And then sometimes you can be a, a very supportive friend and you may not get that same energy in return. Or I can just be really focused on planning my day, focused on my business. And then somebody comes sit up next to me, back me up, and they whole energy just just throw me off. Now, I don't even know what I was just trying to do five minutes ago, you know what I'm saying? Because they hold energy just so negative. Well, you know, the law of energy is uh, that the law is energy is never lost or destroyed, just merely transferred from one party to the next. So you're correct, sir. Yeah. All right, bro. <laughs> yeah, Thank that. you for calling. All right. Karen. Hey, how you doing? Good morning, Karen. Get it off your chest. It's Karen calling from Jacksonville, Florida. I just wanted to give a shout out to my baby boy. He um, turned nine a few weeks ago. But specifically, I wanted to shout him out because he did an amazing job on his Florida standards. He nice. He great. Oh, that's cute. And he's, yes, he got a perfect score. Wow. wow. Good job, Mom. That's nice. So, so proud of him. You have no idea. He's such a great son. Um, and in his entire school, only one other student. Oh, perfect. Wow. Good for him. What are, you, what are you guys doing for his birthday? Um, we a couple did a of weeks ago. Things for his birthday. Yeah, it was a few weeks ago. We okay. um, drove to Legoland for nice. his birthday. Mm. We went to Orlando to uh, Wonderworks for his birthday. We did a bunch of stuff. How do you like Legoland? I was going to take my son. How do you like it? I love Legoland. It is amazing. It's not for you, Emily. It's amazing. I, I was just at Legoland. <laughs> yeah. It really is amazing. He's a big Lego fan. His Legos all over my house. There's dragons and nice, all well, kinds of stuff. Well, he's a really great child. I'm proud of him, and I just wanted to shout him out. We listen every day. What's his so name? Let him hear that. Shout out his name. His name is Darius. You, you don't we'll think you don't think our content is a little too edgy for him? <laughs> you know what? The reason why he's so smart, honestly, is because I talk to him about life, about things. He has a complete understanding about everything. And okay, that's dope. So he's mm-hmm. never been confused about anything he's heard on the Breakfast Club. Charlamagne sure gets is. a little kinky at times, but he gets to ask questions. I'm sure he if he's confused, he does ask questions. Yeah. And sometimes I say, "Okay, you're a little too young to talk about that right now," but uh, <laughs> we'll get to that later on in life. You probably Got say that you. 20 times during the show. Well, thank you, Mama, for yeah. calling, and congratulations. Thank you. Y'all have a good day. All right. Bye. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's up, man? This is James from Naptown. James, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. First of all, I want to salute everybody on The Breakfast Club. I want to salute you, DJ Envy, for coming down here about two months ago and shutting it down in the club, man. Also, I got a Thank question you, for each and every one of y'all. What's up? Envy, when is your album coming out? You've been promoting <laughs> it for about two years. And I- ye, are you going to do a um, lift service, like, nation tour? And Charlamagne, what happened to that HBO 
project that you had. Um, he got a lot of questions. He got a lot of questions. I appreciate your interview this morning. Yes, Lip Service is doing a tour. And we actually have a show coming up. Start, we're kicking it off in New York on June 19th at Sony Hall. And then after that, we have some other dates that we are confirming in other cities, which I'm excited about. Yeah, I, 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 the album, I really ain't got no time, bro. I got like seven, eight songs done. But I really, between real estate, five kids, uh, my, me and my wife's podcast. You better uh, hire somebody. The Golden Line. Uh, I just bought a club. There's so many different things that I, I'm, I'm buying. I really ain't got the time. I you better be... hire A&R or a general manager that and, can get all that done for and you. And I ain't got time to be messing you around have with to these deleg- artists, You have to delegate some of that. I ain't got time to be calling these artists and that. Nah, I ain't got time, man. I'm, I'm sorry, brother. And I'm not doing the HBO show, but they did pay me. And I got a great show on the Hollywood Reporter called Emerging Hollywood. I'm actually dropping a new one today with uh, Killer Mike. Hope it answered all your questions, bro. Yes. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. You're yes, good sir. at what you do, sir. There you go. <laughs> Chanel. Yes. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Um, I'm a mother of four and I'm about to be evicted from the house this morning. Where you live? In Norfolk, Virginia. And why are they going to evict you, mama? Because I lost my job and um, I can't get the money out for my 401k until next week to save my house. How much is it? $5,500. There's no apartment in Norfolk, Virginia that's $5,500. Yeah, I'm going to pray for you. She must be behind. I have a, it's not an apartment. I have a, a house. Oh, it's your mortgage. Oh, it's your mortgage. Oh, you got to be behind a couple of months. Word is, but a few months. Yeah. I said that I had to take out work and finish cancer. How long ago you lost your job? How many months? Two months ago. I lost it because I fell off for FMLA. You lost your job two months ago. When's the last time you paid your mortgage, mama? Right before I went out. I don't know if I believe you. Because they usually don't evict Why? you. It takes at least a, a six months to a year to start the eviction know. process. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I believe it's not this no one. two months, mama. She got, she got the paperwork. Huh? She has the paperwork. I don't, I, yeah, I've never heard of a landlord evicting you after three months. Or a mortgage company after two months. It usually takes six months to a year. You can actually stay in there for a year. Yeah, I'm, if you, I'm renting with the, the option that. You said what? I'm renting with the option Oh, you're renting with oh, the option to buy. That. Okay, so you're renting and, and, and the landlord wants you out. Yeah. I mean, even with that, it usually takes six months. You can go to court. Did you go to court? I went to court and accepted the judgment because I told him that I lost my job. And the judge, he just, he was not willing to sit there and give me a stay. And he said, it was like, well, we can give you to the end of the month. And I tried to apply for my 401k. Mm-hmm. And they said, I can't take the money out for another three weeks. Oh, man. Well, we pray for you, mama. Yeah, prayers up for you. You got any other ways, you got any means to get the money? No. Jesus Christ. I, I made a GoFundMe and everything. What's Word. a GoFundMe? Tell the people to GoFundMe. Yeah, maybe people will donate. What is it? GoFundMe is Chanel. Can I send a link on y'all Twitter? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, send, send the link. link. We'll, and re- I, and we'll and retweet and it. And I'll retwe- we'll retweet it. All right, Mama. Call oh. me at a bad time. I'm tapped out alone this month. <laughs> yeah. I'm tapped out. IRS just sent me a letter. I'm tapped out. I'm, tapped, I'm all tapped out alone. So Goodness I'm sorry. Gracious. I got things that I, I got my own things going on. I'm tapped out right now. I ain't got it. Yeah. I ain't got it. Hmm? <laughs> Get it off your chest. Like, I just started a press juice company three no months dr- ago. Sometimes Shout out can- to drinkfreshjuice.com, but I did have to put six figures into it. Sometimes you can't get in, get in you know, you don't want to get in front of the... But I will retweet for you. You don't want to get in front of the lesson that God is teaching somebody. <laughs> <He's stupid laughs> I'm serious. I don't know what God, I don't know what God teaching her right now. Yeah. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. You, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about a uh, hip-hop artist who is, unfortunately for him, going to have to stay locked up. He's been in jail. I guess he thought he was going to get out, and it's not happening. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Lamar Odom's book, Dark Darkness to Light. Don't you guys want to read this memoir? I do. I mean, I do, but I, I keep hearing about it every single day. I feel like I don't need to read it. Mm, I'm sure there's a lot more to it because every day we hear a different story. Mm-hmm. Well, this story, uh, he was on the Jenny McCarthy show, and he talks about Khloe Kardashian, and she actually reached out to him about one part of his book. Oh, she sent me a text yesterday. Oh, she could. She talked about one of the um, one of the stories that I told in the book about her coming to the hotel and putting her hands on a girl. She said she didn't even think that I remember that story. So it was obviously a friendly text or a... Yeah, yeah no, it was friendly. I would have walked in and beat their <laughs> out of Yeah, <laughs> yeah she could throw that. So it sounds like if she's texting you that there's still an open line of communication with you guys. <laughs> I hope so. The next house that I buy, hopefully she can decorate it. He could get that back if he wants it. Well, how do you know? The fact that she texted him after all of that, after well, everything that book. she's been through, embarrassing and all that, the fact that she texted him nice, well, maybe she still she's, has a place. That don't, that don't mean she want to get back yeah, with him. Yeah, she might have just and forgiven him and back. moved on, and she's over it. That doesn't mean they got history together. They doodled in front of each other. That don't mean that they want to be with each if other. If you do me dirty and and allegedly sniff cocaine and a bunch of strippers and cheating on me all this time and, and embarrass me over and over again and I text you on some nicely friendly stuff, that means there's still a little open door uh, you to do, slide you do, know, you do know some people's significant others have drug problems. Right. <laughs> it's a sickness. He had an addiction. Yeah, it's not right. embarrassing to the uh, the mate that he used to But I do coke. understand that he's the cheating, cheating on him crazy like that. Or cheating, yes, that. but that's and different coke. I said a whole bunch well, of everything. In the actual memoir, he writes, try to imagine the scene. Chloe's beating the ish out of one of the girls who tried to protest. She's dropping vicious blows all over the top of this girl's head. Chris is screaming, and her security guard jumps in and pulls Chloe off the beaten stripper. Chloe tells me to gather up my things, and the guards quickly remove all traces of the drugs. We sneak out of a back door of the Roosevelt and disappear into the night. I'm not going to lie. When I heard that story, it made me want to see a matchup between Chloe and Black China. Because after I arm wrestled Black China, I thought that she was very strong and Chloe looked strong. So that would be a good little matchup. I don't want to see women fighting each other. Why? Why? You don't it's just people. That. It don't got to be women. It's just two people you fighting. Just two women. So you think that wouldn't fighting. be a good matchup? I wouldn't want to So see if the video it. popped up online today, you wouldn't watch it. Who you got your money on? Black China. All Over right. Chloe? Yeah. Now, I don't since know about we're that, talking Chloe about the fighting, she got the reach. She could box out. <laughs> let's discuss Mike Tyson. Now, yesterday, there were all these stories going around about Mike Tyson punching WAC 100, and WAC is the games manager, during a podcast interview. Do you want to see that Hot fight? Boxing interview? with Mike Tyson. Nope. I know how, I know how that ends. Now, Wack himself put up a video of himself clutching a bottle of pain pills, See? and he said that he was punched by Mike Tyson. And then Mike Tyson posted a picture of himself, of Mike Tyson with Tupac, and he wrote, everybody has a plan till they get punched in the mouth. Ain't that right at Wack 100? Hashtag Tupac the legend at Hot Boxing Podcast. So apparently they got into some type of Mm-mm-mm. verbal altercation over Tupac and that term physical. It's amazing that people think Mike Tyson still don't got it. You never seen Mike Tyson shadow boxing on Instagram? I wouldn't fight Mike Tyson if he was 90. I wouldn't test him. Like, no, I'll fight him at Nobody 90. wants to get punched by Mike Tyson <laughs> I mean, still. At 90, I'll, I'll, I'll be testing Mike at yeah, 90. All right. <laughs> now, Kodak Black is going to have to stay behind bars at least until September. And he did try to get out on bail. He needed to travel to South Carolina, deal with the sexual assault case that he has there. But the feds are saying it's too dangerous. They don't trust to let him out, and they don't think he should get out at all before his trial in September. And they did agree with that. The judge agreed with prosecutors, so... Too dangerous for what? Where's Kodak Black going? 
Well, you know, they're linking him to a March shooting, and he purchased firearms allegedly through uh, false applications. So I guess they just don't feel like it's a good idea. He purchased a firearm, like fake ID application? Yeah. He's bugging. Allegedly. We don't know for sure that he did uh-huh. that, but that's what they are alleging. He's bugging. All right, now Jordan Woods is going to be on TV. She's making her acting debut. She's going to be on Grownish. So that's dope. It seems like she's done moved up in life ever since not being best friends with Kylie Jenner anymore. She posted, I've been waiting to share this with you guys, but I am so excited to guest star on this season of Grownish. And there's a picture of her and Trevor Jackson and some new faces as well. She said, this was the first role I've ever booked, and I was nervous at first, but I got past that and had the best time. Take risks and stay consistent to your journey. You never know what the world has to offer. Grownish is a great show. Grownish mm-hmm. might be the only 30-minute, uh, I guess you would call it a sitcom, I don't know, that I actually check for on a weekly basis. Mm. Yeah, it's on Freeform, too, for people that want to watch that. So yep. shout-out to everybody from Grownish. And the NBA alleged, well, reportedly had some conversations with the Raptors about Drake and his Eastern Conference Finals, just the way his behavior has been. So according to ESPN's Michael Steele, he said that the NBA did have a conversation with the Raptors and they feel like he's just too over the top. And they did not say exactly what happened during that conversation, how uh, severe it was, when it happened. But apparently people are upset about his behavior. I don't understand why they think Drake is over the top. He's just like a very excited super fan. He's from Toronto. He's yeah. an ambassador for the Raptors. Like, I don't get what they mean when they say he's too excited. Running up, too excited? The, running up and down the court and the side of the court. you never seen nobody actually do that. He's massaging the coach. He's... He's, he's a little. He's that in might the game. be a little he's much. In the game, like, bro. But I mean, because nobody else would be allowed to touch the actual no, coach. So he's I, in the game. I, I can see them telling him like, "Yo, don't touch the players. Or don't touch." Yeah, the so coach. we don't know exactly what they told him he can't do or what the. But we do know they had a conversation. But it's the first time he's, the, the Raptors have ever been into the finals, so you understand why he's so happy. I'm gonna do the same thing if the Knicks ever make it again. I'm gonna do. I'm running up and down the side. They're I'm gonna be like, "Who is this old man that's running up and down the side <laughs> of the court at 73 years old? Why is this man? You, you ain't gonna be running. You're gonna be walking t- kind of slow. <laughs> They're gonna do it before I'm 73, bro. but the thing is, they no. wouldn't let anybody else do that but Drake. Let's be clear. If you try to do that, Envy, you would be out of there. Yeah, let's Spike Lee do But that's it. the other thing, too. I mean, listen, it is privileges with Jack being Nicholson. a celebrity. He's as a global Drake. ambassador, though, Absolutely. for the Raptors yeah. also. So it is what it is. But last year, he did get into a heated exchange with Kendrick Perkins when Kendrick Perkins was playing for the Cavs. And they don't want people yelling profanity, things like that. Drake is a global ambassador for Toronto. Let's be clear. Toronto ain't never been this popping. Until until Drake came, and All right, started I'm waving Angela that flag, he, and that is your rumor report. Tony right. Cohen has been waving the Canada flag on uh, pardon the interruption for 20 years, and nobody cared. <laughs> Drake started waving that flag. Canada got lit. All quick. right, all right. Now we got front page news next year. What are we talking about? Yes, let's talk about Louisiana. They are p- passing an abortion ban as well. We'll tell you what that ban Goodness is gracious. and how many states have done that. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Tonight, game one of the NBA Finals. Uh, shout out to my son Logan. He's off punishment so he can finally watch the uh, NBA Finals. The Warriors take on the Raptors. If I'm not mistaken, the Golden State Warriors are undefeated in game ones in the NBA Finals. I think that's a stat I saw yesterday. Mm. I don't know about that. They but, are playing in Toronto, though. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Game right. one. What else you got, you? Uh, let's talk about Louisiana. They are passing the fetal heartbeat abortion ban. So that is going to prohibit women from terminating a pregnancy once a fetal heartbeat has been detected. And that does also mean that um, they did not provide that exceptions for women and girls who have been impregnated through rape or incest. So if that happens, still, you cannot get 
an abortion after six weeks. Louisiana is the fifth state to pass a fatal a fetal heartbeat ban, uh, joining Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi, and Ohio as well. All right, now Maine has officially banned gay conversion therapy. I didn't know that was still a thing. Me neither. But the governor in Maine has signed a legislation so you can no longer practice gay conversion therapy on minors. So she posted, Today I signed into law a bill banning conversion therapy, a widely discredited practice that has no place in Maine. Today we send an unequivocal message to young LGBTQ people. We stand with you, we support you, and we will always defend your right to be who you are. So right now there are 17 states in the country that have outlawed conversion therapy. Conversion therapy is when they try to shock the, shock the gay out of you, right? Yeah, and the yeah. whole thinking behind that is that being gay is a mental state. It's a disorder, and it's caused by some type of developmental deficiency or trauma so that they can use conversion therapy to switch you. That's the stupidest thing in the world. Right. Absolutely. As if uh, gay people have never experienced static energy. You know, when you bump into somebody and you, you jump because of the static energy, that's and, a shock. And so many people have said, this doesn't even work, this is not even true, <laughs> but well, I don't I see why it. people... It makes no sense. Right, and let's talk about Robert Mueller. He has resigned... Now, he's a special counsel for the past two years. He's investigating Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And, of course, as you know from the findings, they could not charge Donald Trump because he is a sitting president. Here is his resignation. We are formally closing the special counsel's office. And as well, I'm resigning from the Department of Justice to return to private life. All right. So it seems like his hands were tied in this situation. Now, he also goes on to say, like I told you, Donald Trump just can't be charged because of the law. And as set forth in the report, after that investigation, if we had had confidence that the president clearly did not commit a crime, we would have said so. We did not, however, make a determination as to whether the president did commit a crime. It explains that under long-standing department policy, a president cannot be charged with a federal crime while he is in office. That is unconstitutional. Even if the charge is kept under seal and hidden from public view, that, too, is prohibited. So Donald Trump feels like this clears him, but what Robert Mueller is clearly saying is that I did not specifically say he didn't do anything wrong. I just can't charge him. I wonder what falls under the umbrella of federal crimes. Because it seems like a wide-ranging list of things he probably could get away with while he's in the White House. I wonder what, what's, He definitely what's, can. I wonder what's under federal crimes. Federal I'm not crimes. sure. Now, Donald Trump tweeted out, nothing changes from the Mueller report. There was insufficient evidence, and therefore, in our country, a person is innocent. The case is closed. Thank you. So what is Congress waiting on to even attempt to impeach him? Well, I think um, for Congress, they're trying to decide if this would be the best efforts on their part to try to start these impeachment proceedings. Can it possibly happen? Uh, Some people do want to do that. And so I guess they have to figure out, does it make sense? I think uh, that's Pelosi what said many constituents want to impeach the president, but we want to do what is right and what gets results. And I, results is what matters. I think that's a waste of time. I think they're, they're talking, you know, too much about impeaching the president, and that dominates the media so much that you don't even hear what these candidates are actually presenting. Like, what issues do these other candidates have? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what, what legislation do they want to get passed when they become president? All that gets drowned out because it's all this impeach Trump talk. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Front Page News. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, YG will be joining us. His album is out right now, For Real, For Real, and we'll kick it with the West Coast homie when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. His album is out right now. YG. 
400 was happening. What's happening, my brother? I'm just bowling. What's up with y'all? Good. How, how are you, man? I'm asking good. that in a genuine way. How are you? How's your spirit? I'm solid. Good. Yes, sir. For real, for real. So originally, this album was going to be a surprise album and come out a lot earlier than it did. Yeah. What made you decide you wanted to do that? Like a, a surprise, surprise album as opposed to the regular, traditional way? It was like a situation that was going on on some internal shit. When they booked me for Coachella, I'm like, all right, I got to drop a project around Coachella, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that was the plan. It was a 400 project first, and it switched up. So I'm like, I'm about to put an album out. I'm about to put something together and drop some And I had like two months. I did it, and it was ready. And the whole, you feel me, the whole marketing promotion was do Coachella, album drop, roll the videos out, turn up. I can't believe you actually saying Coachella and not Bochella. Yeah. Whatever. Damn, YG. That's what you got out of this. That's yes. what you got out of this song, man. <laughs> what happened internally? You said what? What? People weren't writing verses or? Nah, just some shit happened and it was like, all right, I ain't doing this. You feel me? This compilation album no more. I'm about to do my own. Shit. But um, the homie got killed and it just my whole shit just changed up, switched up, and then it was just like, yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't really care. Like, mm -hmm. albums out. I don't really care about it. How much did the album change? The whole album was recorded before, like, the homies, like, went to heaven. Yeah, yeah, Everything. Yeah. All the songs was recorded. The only thing that changed, I put a, um, I put my little speech from Bro, um, Funeral at the Staples. I put that up at the end of the album. You feel me? That was new. But the album was recorded already. Now, you got to explain the science of hard bottoms and white socks. Like, that's the first song in the album. Why, why is that your thing, though? Like and the he hard, has them on right the now. Hard, yeah, you could, the hard bottoms and socks. What is that? Did you go to church a lot as a youngster? <laughs> he could be yeah, a Michael was, Jackson fan, too. I was in church a lot, but you feel me? That ain't got nothing to do with the swag. Mm -hmm. I feel like the swag is, is, is basically, like, inspired from the, the gangster homies from back in the day. Mm -hmm. Like, the 80s and shit that was gangsters, but they was flying when you go look at the old photos, you see them like shirts tucked in, bells, afros, jerry curls, yeah, 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 hard bottoms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they had the whole attire on. Like you wear the hard bottoms <laughs> and socks wear a hoodie. with the casual the shorts. Yeah, and wool caps. Like you know, I'm gonna put my twist on it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you do it? Uh, is it comfortable? It, no, it, it you probably got corns crazy, YG. Nah, Envy used to dress like that. I know you. Corn's crazy. Corn's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Envy used to dress like that because he used to tap dance, remember? I did used to tap dance back in the day. <laughs> I I did. Did. So you know about the yeah, vibes. I know about nigga. the hard bottoms, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the video in the dark and what inspired that video. The devil. Mm -hmm. What do you feel like things you do in the dark come to the light? Or? Nah, I, I, I drink a whole lot of tequila. So mm -hmm. like when I made that song, that was my first pop in my head. I got to do the video. I'm fighting the devil, the tequila, the drink, mm -hmm. in the dark, because it's some dark shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what got me here in the dark? How did I get here? Mm -hmm. Tequila. Mm. So it's not a place you dwell in. It's just a place you go to sometime when you're drunk. Yeah. Now, you don't drink to get away to the pain, do you? Is that one of the things, or is it, is it a good even, time? I don't even know. Maybe. I drink, though. You now, you said, you said something recently that you, you feel like it's a lot of fake love. People are doing it because it's cool to do. Artists, people, everything is, is in relation to Nipsey now. It's fake as f and it's like my nigga, like you got all these fake ass motherfuckers living on planet Earth, but the real ones is 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 is, is, is gone. Mm -hmm. Take these fake mm -hmm. away. Mm. What brings you happiness and peace now? Your daughters. My daughter for sure. 
Tequila for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you got another daughter coming in July, right? Yeah, yeah, she dropping in July. She's dropping. She dropping. <laughs> How many more guns you gonna buy when she get in? Hey, I don't know. Nothing you talking about, sir. <laughs> you have a name already? Her name is Vibe. Okay. Vibe? Yeah, Harmony and Vibe. Oh, so you already picked it? Yeah. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Why, you think, you, why you think you keep having girls? So I'm a savage. At least you know. <laughs> I got three, okay? I'm a <laughs> savage. Yeah, we've had it. How did, how you think your daughter has changed your life, though, as a man? I mean, she made me, like, really chill out a little bit. Before before that, YG was wild. Besides your daughters, what else brings you peace and happiness now? Money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I just got a new crib. I'm happy about that. That's dope. How many hard bottoms in the closet? <laughs> I'm having them build a whole nother closet in a whole nother room right now. <laughs> just for the hard bottoms. Hard bottoms and shit. It's crazy. Did you ever wear those on the block? I've been on the block with some hard bottoms on, so. You had to run from police and hard bottoms? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Yeah, no. You I've ever been, had to fight in the hard bottoms? How about falling some hard bottoms? Look at my little brother. He's like, hey, you don't want to stop somebody out in those. You might have seen him slap somebody with some hard bottoms before. Slap somebody yeah. with a hard bottom. No, I'm socking <laughs> Nipsey was slapping <laughs> What about a line of hard bottoms for you? We know you have the clothing line in Barney's. So what about like a It ain't in Barney's no more. It's sold out. Oh, it's sold out? Yeah. So they going to do another one? I might. Maybe. What about a shoe <laughs> collaboration? Because that would make sense. I might, maybe. <laughs> Are these things in the works and you're not telling us? They might, maybe. What about a collaboration album that you have coming? <laughs> might, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give us a little more. What's up with I'll you? What see. you got coming on? How many kids <laughs> you got? Is, you, pre- <laughs> is you pregnant right now? <laughs> no! Who you f- you ain't supposed to ask a girl that, YG. Why are you trying to say Is you pregnant right now? Are you, who are you f- why well, I can't ask her? She might have gained some weight and you asking her something like that. <laughs> no, I'm asking her about herself because she asked me about myself. <laughs> we interviewing you. She ain't asked if you was pregnant. I'm who asking you about your like, color. Who was you with last night? I was at home. <laughs> with who? Actually, no, I went to dinner last night. I had with a meeting. With who? Oh, you had a meeting? <laughs> yes. Shout yeah. out to Ali Gates. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 <laughs> what is, what is I'm she interviewing you, YG. You don't want me to ask you questions? <laughs> nah, I'm just saying, like, you trying to get some info out of me. I'm yeah, trying to get some point. info out of you. Oh. <laughs> I love the stop snitching tornado. video, though. Yeah, thank you, bro. For what? I seen what you posted. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, because, like, you know, I'm from... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> you better ask him some questions. Yeah, I like the video. Thank you, bro. No, because I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. So you're from Charleston, you know about the rising, <laughs> and you know about the story of Denmark Vesey, and he was going to lead a slave revolt, and he got ratted out by one of the other slaves. So I just thought that was an interesting twist, because everybody always does, like, the modern-day street snitch <laughs> but ain't nobody ever did the slave aspect. What made you want to do that? I was just trying to think of something... Like that, like get some attention to the, like to the record, but still be like some real. Mm-hmm. Man, what's that movie? What's the movie? Django? I got it from. No, not Django. Twelve years. Twelve years slave? slave. Birth of a nation. Birth of a nation. Birth of a nation. Of the yeah. new. Of the new. Yeah, the one with that uh, Nate Parker. Yeah. yeah. Man, and, and you feel me? That's how the movie had ended, like mm-hmm. on that same type of situation. So, I told my niggas that I shoot my videos, but I'm like, look, watch this movie. This where this idea came from, mm-hmm. and at the end, you feel me? The homie get. In a cold situation, told on and all this type of shit. Yeah, so I'm like, I gotta do something like that. And um, yeah, my, like my whole thing was like, I wanted to make sure people pay attention to the song and the, you feel me, the title, like Stop Snitching. Because mm. it's a lot of shit going on. And um, it's a lot of people getting put in jail because of somebody told on them. And, it, and at the end of the day, it's like you telling on your own people. Mm-hmm. 
and I made that song before the situation happened with somebody else. A lot of people think the song is about somebody. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows it's six nine. He didn't want to say his name. name. God <laughs> damn it. He just wants to specify. He obviously he didn't want to say his name. He didn't just have to say it. Yeah, he, but <laughs> the song ain't about bro. I did this in like November, December, and that's it. All right, we got more with YG. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have YG in the building. What kind of influence does Sugar have on you? Sugar Knight. And the reason I'm listening to the album is, is you know, what you were talking about. One of the songs, you were saying no, people want to be pop, but you want to be Sugar, and you was explaining the reasons why. What, what? I see all the good Sugar did, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and then he was a gangster though at the same time. You had a bar on there. You said set these rappers up like I'm Suge, though. I'm with all that. <laughs> Why you want to set rappers up? YG? No, nah, be having it fucked up. So you gotta, you feel me? You gotta bring down. You feel me? The real life. But you know, they say he got big got. Huh? They say, see? They say Suge got big got. I don't think that. That's not facts. Mm -hmm. Nah, I ain't say it was facts. I'm just saying that's what they say. We all know. No, don't we don't. No, we don't. But you can tell us. Don't look at me. You want to tell me? No, we don't. That's but what you I'm can tell not us. doing. <laughs> That's what I'm not doing. Now, what about acting for you? Because you have been acting. So what's I'm a movie star. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you actually are. What movie was you been in? Well, he had I was his own. in White Boy Rick with mm -hmm. Matthew McConaughey starring YG. I'm on the cover and all that. What you talking about? And you had your own movie too. <laughs> I never even heard of. <laughs> you heard of White Boy Rick? No. Where you been? That's crazy. I heard you had an opportunity to be on Snowfall also. How you hear about that? Is rest that... in peace, John Singleton. Mm -hmm. Yes, rest in peace, Look, John Singleton. Yeah, I, I I auditioned for Snowfall. I got the role. I was one of the main little little dudes up in the little group with the young. That must have been a hard one to turn down too, cause you... I didn't turn it down. My heart got broke after that shit happened. What happened? I stopped going on auditions and shit for a long time, cause I was just mad. I'm like this little TV film shit, like. After what happened? Because, like, I got the role, right? It's like the summertime of 2015. John Singleton, like, all right, we're going to start filming in September. I go on tour with J. Cole, and I get off, like, first week of September, so I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I got off a tour. He called me. He like, yeah, the production company that's doing a, you see me, that's doing a TV show, which was FX, mm -hmm. they, like, they don't want to use you because... They did their homework and they was just saying you got shot and they don't really want to like yeah 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 and I'm like bro what yeah I'm like I got shot bro like what you talk about and then I'm like y'all doing a TV show about selling crack in LA in the 80s like y'all don't want to use me because I got shot like that's authentic y'all TV show about all type is you feel me running the same family that's some hypocritical shit. man but it wasn't him it was the people mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and that shit had me mad as a motherfucker. So I stopped the whole TV film shit for like two years. Like my next audition was the white boy Rick. And I got that. Now, now I, I like heart <laughs> to heart too. And uh, you got some ad libs on that record. I don't want to misquote you. You said they, you said they said talking to people is good for you. It's a mental health exercise. So have you been talking to anybody? Oh, you know who Scott Bundick is? He like a big movie producer. And shit. He mm -mm. produced some all the Hangovers and all that. Shit. He was talking to me just about mental health. I didn't really know what mental health was at first, and then he was just talking to me about it. And he was just telling me, like, yeah, like, have you ever felt like you a man, so when you go through shit, you ain't got to talk to nobody about it because you a man? 
And I'm like, hell yeah, you ain't supposed to talk to nobody. You got to take that. He like, nah, see, that's the problem. Y'all don't want to talk to nobody about nothing because y'all feel like y'all man, so y'all got to deal with it. But then that come and it your mind and your brain and how you doing certain shit. That's a fact. And um, yeah, that's a real thing that our, our, our people be going through. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I go to therapy once a week, my brother. Yeah, I don't, but yeah. You, so, <laughs> but clearly you found somebody to talk to because you're talking to him, so you exploring it. Yeah, no, I talk to bro. When I talk to him, like, we be talking, like, I don't be having, like, mental health conversations with him. You every are, time. though. You just don't realize it. Because I think a lot of times, man, we don't deal with our feelings. We just suppress them. Or we drink, or we smoke, and all we doing is numbing the pain, but I'm, the pain's still there. I'm drinking for sure. Yeah, man, but if you don't, if you don't, if you don't deal with it, when that comes, that comes, bro. Find yourself hey, just crying alone somewhere, it comes. which is good. No, I don't be crying. Ain't nothing like wrong with crying, YG. I don't though. Oh, Brian, then. I don't do that. Ain't nothing wrong with shedding some tears. Not even. How could you watch movies like the? You know, certain movies don't make you want to cry. Like we were just talking about the video. Get movies life. No, I watch. Sometimes Fru you be. Hey, so when I watched Fruitvale Station, mm -hmm. that had me sick. I right. was like. Like, I probably dropped a tear up in the movie theater because it was based on a true story. He said, story. I dropped a tear. That's, that's all so you I'm got. So I'm like, damn, One they tear. did my like that. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes you don't express it in real life, but then something might trigger it. Like, if you're watching the movie. No, and like, I'm going to express about... my feelings for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm expressing my feelings. Not if you're afraid to cry. I, when... I'm not afraid to cry. I just don't be crying. When the last time you bride, YG? When a homie nip, when he went to heaven, mm -hmm. I cried, but, like, I don't really cry a lot. Did it make you feel better when you did? Nah, it made me feel like you gotta stop this. You gotta stop. Nah, you, man, stop. No, you gotta express your feel. It's okay to feel. Hey, what the homie saying, Rex in the middle? He said, "I don't um, what do you say? I don't wipe him though. We just embrace on the life we know." Mm. Or did you cry when your daughter was born? I wasn't even there when my daughter was born. I was in the Philippines. I was so damn. I was about to cry because I was so damn mad that I wasn't there. <laughs> you couldn't be there. Why would you plan a trip around that time? She came a month early. Oh, got you, got you. Yeah, got don't you. make me sound like a. <laughs> Why would you play a trip? Why would you play a trip during the birthday? How dare you, <laughs> Now we talk about you not really crying. What about getting excited? Does anything ever get you excited? Like I can't. I get you. excited because mother. I'm you feel me. Mm -hmm. The man got feelings, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, right. he he like I, I am not the hardest <laughs> in America, <laughs> but I'm gangster though. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? That's a fact. But yeah, I get excited for sure. For like sure. what? Before Nip passed, me and the homie was working on the TV show. Mm -hmm. You, you and Nip? Yeah, oh God. What was the show about? I ain't gonna get into details about that yet, but. Did y'all tape any of it or nah? Nah, man. And we just had a meeting about that, and, and, and that was a question that got brought up. And nah, but. A reality yeah, show? Nah, we was working on a project, bro. I ain't gonna say too much about it, but we working on a project, and it's special. And it was just exciting because we be on the same shit, like brand shit, goals in life, mm -hmm. family shit. So we had a conversation one day about doing like some next level shit. Was like, it some like some unity type shit? Like bringing bloods and crips together? Or? Hey man, you gonna, you feel me? You gonna know about it soon. <laughs> what book, I, I remember at the funeral you said that Nip used to give you books to read. What books did he give you to read? 22 Immutable Laws of Branding Mark and Marketing. Branding and Marketing, yeah. Rich Dad, Poor, Poor Dad, Dad, The Art of War, all types. I got a whole list. <laughs> sent, this is like 2016. He sent the email. It was oh, like all his people. It's a whole list of just like black history, like African, like it was a whole 
PDF file of all type of books. I still got it and shit. Did you, you read, read any, any of them? them? Hell no, I ain't read them <laughs> All right, you get your phone out and download Audible. Yeah, no. And you can just listen to them. Yeah, On facts. the plane rides and all that shit when you're riding around. I'm definitely about to tap into that. But I read the 22 Mutable Laws of uh, Branding and Marketing. Uh, I read uh, some of Audible uh, War, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I read some of them mm-hmm. joints, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Now, Are you question. guys still doing a collaboration album? Is that coming out? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. All right, we're still kicking it with YG. Matter of fact, let's get into a YG mini mix. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was a YG mini mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with YG. Charlemagne? Do you give a f about this album? I, I care about the album because the album is fire and I f with it, but just the timing and just. Everything mm-hmm. outside of just the music is like, I don't really care about it, bro. That got to be tough to come do interviews. People asking you about you probably don't want to talk about. I told people that I'm not talking to nobody. I'm not doing nothing for some time. And I let it time pass. I pushed the album back. I I feel like I did what I was supposed to do on some homie shit. What got me on my shit is like the homie whole message is the marathon. marathon continue. Run a lap. You can't be like, it's gonna be sad, but it's like, the homie wouldn't want you to be like, all the way sad like that. He gonna want you to turn it up mm. and keep the popping. But I'm still like, I don't really wanna do, like, I don't know. It's Cause you weird. grieving and people, you constantly gotta hear his name, people asking you questions. I mean, it's just weird, I don't know, it's just weird. When I'm in the car with the homies, we turned up. We, we good, we listening to Nip, we turned up, but it's like, when it ain't like that, it's like, yeah, whatever. Because you might be in the middle of an interview and it just really might hit you like, damn, I can't leave here and call the home. Oh, it ain't even like that. It's just like, it ain't fair. It's not fair. It's like, it ain't fair. How you feel about your own life? How does it make you question your own mortality? I care like a motherfucker because I'm, I'm not trying to go. All right. I got kids and all. T- I got my goals I'm trying to hit. I got to make sure my people straight. I'm not trying to go nowhere no time soon. But at the same time, I'm like, tomorrow not promise, my Absolutely. I know if I go, like, I know nigga gonna be straight because I got so much Like, that's another thing me and Nip talked about a lot, like brands. Like, we was, that's what we was on. Like, we was on a brand at the same time. He was on this marathon I was on my 400 You feel me? That's one thing the homie left behind. It's like, yeah, like you did that. That's like a real thing. Yeah. Speaking of the branding, what do you think about gangs becoming a business? Like you see the Crips and Bloods trademarking, you know, names or the, or the like, you know, the Crip Cola that Killer Mike did. What do you think of that? I think it's all fire. Like as far as if you really a part of it and you turn it into some real business, shit. if you not a part of it and you trademarking and all that, right. use a whole ass and we gonna get you. So you think the Crips should trademark the marathon continues or leave that alone? I'm not speaking on no Crips. I'm not a Crip. When it comes to Def Jam, are you trying to get out of your contract? I saw, <laughs> I saw an article Rolling Stone wrote, and they, they, they criticized the album, and they said it sounds like you badly want to get out of your label contract. They said my album sound like yeah, that? Yeah, they said it sound like a poor attempt at storytelling and a reflection of how badly you want to get out of your label contract. Yeah, everybody I talked to said the album that was fine. A I like the album, too. <laughs> I think the album fine. They said it's my best since my crazy life. I think I think the album fire. Who personally. said that from Rolling Stone? Uh-oh. Oh, I ain't look at the person. I'm a victory slap that. <laughs> <when I> see. <laughs> see what you just started. <laughs> you. Whatever. The one bad review. Whoever at Rolling Stone wrote that. <laughs> you. They keep it in sombreros, by the way. 
Yeah, you're welcome. Did you but, face any accusations <laughs> of cultural appropriation? Hold on, let me finish. <laughs> okay, go ahead. This my, my what you started? Uh, stone. Okay. Get it. Get their name. Oh my God. Danny Swartz. When was this article written? Five days ago. Danny, Danny Swartz. Swartz. Danny Swartz. I feel like you a bitch ass. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Talk about. I mean, that's just his opinion, though. And that's my you. opinion. Yeah, yeah, true. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Anyway, that is true. That's my opinion. That is true. <laughs> his opinion. That's my opinion. He probably like looking for some. He probably wanted this to happen. Absolutely. You know what I'm he saying? Wanted, yeah, he wanted Charlamagne to bring it up. Oh, so, hold on, I didn't even see this. Now look at this headline. Oh man. Say YG's flexing, taunting for real, for real. Doesn't live up to the rapper's previous high standards. He gave his two and a half stars. Who's that? He tripping. This the Danny Swartz dude. He tripping, tripping. You must know him or something. He yeah, don't know him personally. He pulling up. Look, he won't no, be talking about, about YG. I don't know Danny. Danny, nothing. Uh, he must know you. But all I'm saying like is, punk. in general, we've read very positive <laughs> reviews, so I don't know why that, that was good. I don't, I think that I don't yeah, even care. Do you know how much I'm getting for a show, nigga? How do Spanish people feel about Go Local? Did they feel like that was cultural appropriation? You had the sombreros on and all that? I mean, I feel like a lot of, like where I'm from, the West Coast, a lot of the uh, Latinos, the Mexicans, the peoples, and all that, I feel like they feel like I'm one of their peoples. Okay. Mm-hmm. They probably love it. You know, they loving it. Like, yeah. They loving it. But, like, when you like when you from L.A., you grow up with, like, you grow up with Mexicans. You mm-hmm. the next-door neighbors to Mexicans. Mm-hmm. You going to school with Mexicans. You trying to one of their family members or something. Like, <laughs> you growing up with them. Y'all sharing the same culture. You feel me? They gang members, gang bangers. We gang members, gang bangers. You feel me? And then, um, yeah. It's crazy. But your audience is mixed, real mixed. Yeah, but, like, on the West Coast, it's majority, like, Latinos. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, my first album called My Crazy Life. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That's some Mexican shit. Mi Vida Loca. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, when you grow up there, it's just regular. Like, mm-hmm. we know how to... It's part of your Like, we know too. how to s- s- say some words in Spanish. Like... I say so. Chupa mi pita. But that what? mean, what that say? Mean Bitch, so when you do when you do stuff like go Bang local, key. Come here. Bring it here. Come here. <laughs> so when you do when you do stuff like go local, it's kind of like bringing blacks and Hispanics together. Cause I heard it's like a beef going on out there right now between blacks and Hispanics in, in Long Beach. Yeah, it's some uh, going on in Long Beach. Yeah, but you feel that's what I'm saying. Like when you from LA. It be like a love-hate relationship because when you gang-banging, you beefing with certain gangs. Like, mm-hmm. But then, at the same time, then you go home and your next-door neighbor right. could be that same race. They're right next but to you. But you f- with them, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These your peoples. You over there, y'all having Taco Tuesday, like, you feel me? <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's just uh-huh. like, it's crazy, bro. It's just, it's a lot. What do you prefer, Mexican women or black women? Come on, bro. What type of question is that? Don't even answer. Yeah, why are you going to ask me that? <laughs> the album for real. I love them all. Is out, there you go. Is out right now. I have one more thing I want to say. Uh-oh. I love them all, baby. Pretty girls questions. What? Right? No, I'm not. I was going to just mention. I love the highness. That uh, bottle service. That's on bottle service. I can't imagine that a guy will come over to your table and try to drink none of your bottles and think that that's okay. Because I always think that's the issue when people come up to your table in the club and they start trying to sit. No, but it be like drinks. people that you know. It's not random, motherfucker. It be motherfucker. You probably didn't invite to the club tonight, but they know you're going to be there, so they end up there. And I'm at your table. And you feel me? They end up at the table. What Do y'all got say- against G-Shock watches, too, man? The girl dis G-Shock watches on bottle service. I'm like, what the <laughs> f*** wrong with the G-Shock? Ask her. You got one on right now, <laughs> I wear one. Oh. I got, but I got a rolly, too. Okay. Ask her about that. Do, get rolly fake, though. Do you, tell people, get away, do you tell people get away from the table? You get away. I don't got to do nothing. My homies is going to attack you. <laughs> I'll be trying to save <laughs> 
My homies be on rock rider status. They old pet bull. I'm like, listen, bro, chill out. It's all good. But for real, for real is out for real, right for now. For real, for real is out. No sure problem. Pick it up. Danny Swartz from Rolling Stone. Goddamn, YG. <laughs> what you started? Charlamagne. All right, well, it's YG. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, the marathon continues. Long live Nipsey Hustle. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Ro Timmy. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, it was all good just a week ago. Ro Timmy versus 50 Cent. How did this happen? Well, Rotimi was on The Breakfast Club, and we asked him if he'd ever borrowed money from 50. Did you ever borrow money? No, I was an artist of 50, so <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. I just want to make sure you don't owe anything. I made sure he got his money back. Does that scare you, though, when you see how, <laughs> how he treats Young Buck? Young Buck's his artist, too. Does that scare you? Like, God damn, if I get on this man's bad side. Nah, nah, I'm not worried about that at all. <laughs> everything 50 does is strategic. You know, this. everything is, like, to, to create controversy or whatever it is to stay relevant and 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 keep his name in your you know in your face so he's just he's brilliant with when he does that all right well rotimi and congratulations to him by the way his album his ep walk with me reached number one dope, 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 EP. dope. i love love rhythm well and, deserved in summertime and decisions but unfortunately now he got to deal with all this and i'm sure they're cool because they're on power together right so, Rotimi says that he doesn't even owe 50 Cent any money at all. And uh, 50 Cent was posting pictures of Rotimi. We'll tell you what 50 had to say, <laughs> but here's Rotimi. See, yo, so I feel like I got to address this, man. So, niggas calling me talking about I owe 50 money, 50 Cent, I owe money. Listen, bro, I don't owe 50 money. My, my record number one, I just bought a crib. I'm taking care of my family, everything. So, the fact that I'm hearing this, man, like, why now? Why wait till walk with me is number one? I don't owe you, bro. Well, 50 posted that and said, man, F all that. I want my money by Monday. Cash and where where the bag at? And then he said, I want to punch this N-word's nose. Rotimi got the number one R&B album, Time to Pay Me on Gang. Then he goes on to say, walk with you. Yeah, I'm going to walk with you to the bank. This is just number one. I need to see that bag. 50 Cent also posted a response to Rotimi. See y'all, so I feel like I got to address this, man. So he's calling me talking about old 50 money. You do owe me money. Listen, bro, I don't owe 50 money. The thing is... You independent now. One. I just bought a crib. That's right. You owe me 300000 Everything. So the fact that I'm here in this man... Like, oh, you a Fort Lee? Why wait till walk this with in Jersey now. one on the army truck? Why would you wait till my... That's when I want one? my money. You number one. Now you could pay me my money. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's amazing. It's amazing to me that Ro Timmy can explain to the people 50 Cent does this to get people talking and y'all still fall for it. It's called, it's called stirring up waters to catch fish because nobody's going to hear a simple congrats to Ro Timmy for having a number one R&B album. But when they do it like this, now everybody knows Ro Timmy got a number one R&B album and they're going to go check it out. And guess what? It is a really dope album. Love right, and clearly this is all um, promotions for Rotimi, but it is yeah, still right. amusing for people. I actually said it yesterday in this room, just in conversation. I was like, I don't know why Love Rhythm is is not a bigger record. Like, Love Rhythm should be all over the radio. That record is tough. But yeah, now, now let me ask you a question, though. Let me ask you a question. Rotimi, I don't think he's signed to G-Unit anymore. He's on Empire. Uh, he's on Empire. He's not on G-Unit no more. He's so on Power. 
Right. A win is a win, and I'm sure 50 but is probably... might 50 might want his money from giving him the money from Bro, the, the last did, album. Did you not hear when Rotemi was up? Well, you, you wasn't here for the Rotemi. I wasn't here for Rotemi. Oh, Rotemi explained that 50 is the one who's crushing the Empire. Oh, I didn't the know The Empire that. deal. Yeah, oh, I didn't so. know like, 50 but, is but still thank you, eating Envy. off this oh, in some way, that. shape, or form. Now, somebody did offer to pay off his debt. Here's Snoop Dogg. 50. I'm going to pay you with Rotimi. Oh, you cuz. Because I don't want him to get killed on power. I think you're going to kill him next. Don't kill him. I'm going to pay him for you. How much he owe you, cuz? Let's talk about it. Drop on the clues bombs for the marketing genius that is 50 Cent. I think Curtis, he's just, 50 he's just Cent Jackson. Fun. It's called stirring up waters to yeah. catch fish, goddammit. I had to make sure I was, I ain't bought nothing for 50, right? Nah, nah. He I'm might good. have. Nah, you know he's did. charging you for using his car in the car show. He might be. I'm not, I don't well, doubt You better it. pay. I, I, I was just. I, you flipping all these houses? You bought a club? Well, you owe 50 money. <laughs> I just revisited the 50th law by 50 Cent and Robert Greene this weekend because I didn't know they had an audible version and I was listening to the audible version and Robert Greene was talking about this strategy 50 Cent uses. And this this strategy right here. All right, now Lee Daniels, in the meantime, is, is trying to get Star back on television. We told you that it's not going to be returning for the next season. People were very upset about it. And he did say he'll know this week or top of next. He said, I'm not letting them stop the culture. Sorry. So I guess there's some way, somehow, he's trying to get this on another network. Who knows what's going to happen. Well, but I, I want you to I'm have sure that, it can live on. Lee Daniels, I need you to have that same energy from his Pat show, goddammit. All right, that's the show I want to see on TV. Comedian Miss Pat Sitcom. And I'm sure he does, too. That's why he picked it up. That's right. <laughs> All right, Cardi B. Now, she was on the um, Breakfast Club, and she was talking about the different surgeries that she's had, and she's talking now about recovering from her surgeries, and we told you she had to take off from some shows because she did need to take some time to sit down. Well, here's what she had to say about recovering from her surgeries and the money that she's lost. You know, I, I hate canceling shows because I love money. And I get paid a lot of money for these shows. <laughs> like, I'm canceling millions of dollars in shows. But, like, health is wealth. I might get sick, you know what I'm saying? And my breast got to heal. And it is what it is. I just want to say I'm sorry, guys. Like, the way that my body be swelling up when I catch planes and it's so scary that I be freaking out. Yeah, you got to take care you of yourself. You got to take care of yourself, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are surgeries. That money will you gotta, come. You got to heal after surgeries. Yes, you have to. So uh, she is going to sit down. But when she was on The Breakfast Club, she even talked about uh, surgeries that she's had. I actually regret getting some ass shots. Like, it's like, damn. Well, you got him in the basement. You got him in the basement, Yeah, I got him in the basement, so it's like, damn, I could die any minute now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't shot breath control on my ass no more. Like, And it's just like, damn. Damn, like, don't I die, like, Cardi. I feel like my body has developed more. Yeah. And it's just like... Damn, like, I feel like I shouldn't, this mm -hmm. is... You shouldn't have got it. Yeah, I shouldn't have got it. Very important to note that that was Cardi B's first Breakfast Club interview ever. That had to be, like, six years ago. Mm-hmm. It was six years ago, right? 12, 2012? 13. 2012, 2013. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was some some time ago. All right, I'm, and, you know, she's clearly not going to a basement anymore. I'm Angela no. Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, what are we doing, Charlamagne? Well, listen, Donkey today is preempted today uh, because we don't have a lot of free real estate on the Breakfast Club during prime time hours. And uh, yesterday, I got a call from Miss Lena Waif, and she wanted to talk about everything that's going on with Jason Mitchell and the shy, and, you know, it's three sides to every story, and Lena wants to explain her side. So we're going to get some of that phone call on during the time that we would normally... Uh, do donkey of the day. All right, we'll get yes. that on next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, turn the goddamn microphones on. Good morning. Yes. Uh, How you doing? I'm fine. I'm blessed, black, and highly favored, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. You're blessed, beige, and highly favored. I'm black. Okay. All right. All Everybody right. wants to be black now. But listen, <laughs> just a reminder, uh, donkey of the day is preempted today because, uh, you know, Lena Waif 
gave me a call yesterday and she wanted to talk about everything that's going on with Jason Mitchell and the shy. So uh, this is Lena explaining her side of all the stories that you're hearing out there now. All right, on the phone right now, I got the homie Lena Waif. We, we, we see everything that's going on in the news with, uh, you know, the shy and Showtime yeah. and Jason Mitchell. Like, 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 what is going on? Because you, you're being accused of some things. I saw uh, the, the, the right. showrun of the shy, Ayanna Floyd. She claims that you were well aware of Jason Mitchell's misconduct by the end of season one. So what do you got to say about that? I wasn't made aware of anything between uh, that was going on with Tiffany until after the season had wrapped. Ayanna's hiring was a direct reflection of me trying to change the, the, the attitudes and the environment on that set. And we have something called a producing director, and that person is someone who basically watches, oversees every single episode, is on set damn near every day and making sure everything is cool. And that was a queer woman of color who I hired. And before in that position was a white male. So 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 after after season one, you were aware of I guess some of the allegations that were me- being made against Jason. Right, and also too, there were there were huge precautions that we took. The writers had extensive sexual harassment training. There was uh, extensive sexual harassment training on set, and I said also I'm going to put women. Um, and positions of power on the show. I said, because I think if that's the case, things will be, it'll be less likely that we have issues like this again. Um, not to say that women are exempt from doing things, but I was like, I think it'll make it a safer environment. And ultimately, it's, what I want to do is make things right, you know, with Tiffany on a personal level, because she don't deserve to be dragged. You know, this, she, she's someone who we should be actually protecting. Have you spoken to Tiffany through, throughout this situation? Well, do I, honestly, throughout this situation, you know, Tiffany is someone who wants to put this behind her. Um, you know, I do, I am, I'm very close with um, her fiance. I personally think that they should be left alone to go live their lives and to pursue their careers. And I just feel like for people to be mad at her, for folks to be talking to me about, oh, can I audition for Brandon? The whole thing is just like, it's not okay. These are people's lives. This is a very serious matter. And it's something I don't take lightly. I don't have the power to fire anybody. I don't. I wish I did. I do not. You know, I don't own the shot. You know, it's like I created it. I sold it. You know, so, it, you know, it's like I could be fired off the shy. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's real. People don't understand that. And again, just the whole, the sentence just doesn't make sense of Lena stood by and did nothing because the very thing I did was hired a woman of color to come in and be in charge. Well, I guess a lot. I guess a lot of people would say, mm-hmm. if you knew what was going on in season one, why even bring Jason back at all? Well, I think what well, the thing was because the issue was resolved. I don't even know the full story because that stuff goes to a legal department that they don't release that information. But all I know was I was told that HR had done an investigation. It was resolved, and both parties were willing to return. Season two. Yeah, and a, so, a, a source did come to your defense and told Vulture.com that you only became, they actually said you became aware of Jason's conduct uh, during filming of the second season. And, 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 and yes, that's true. Yeah, but, but no, but I, but to Tiffany and I spoke after season one wrapped, and that's when I said to her, I said, you know, like, I, give me an opportunity to change the environment of the show. You know, and I, and, and that's a big thing. She really was like, okay, you know, I'm going to trust that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. And I did. I was like, she came to that set and it looked completely different than season one. Gotcha. So that source was wrong. They, that, that, source, that, that source didn't realize that you had already knew about this towards the, the end of the first season. 
Right, and that's why I informed Ayana of what was going on when she before she walked in. But because they are returning, I want to make sure this kind of thing doesn't happen again. And when it persisted, um, and I got a call from Ayana that said, oh, things are, like, uncomfortable on set, but I'm handling it, and you sit tight, and it's a legal matter now. I, I think what I tried to do, I, I trusted my showrunner, and ultimately, at the end of the day, is my regret is that an actress on my set felt unsafe. Got you. And and that is not something I would ever want, you know. And then when these other things were coming out about Jason on other projects, not just our show, we it, it was it was a decision made, you know, by the studio that that he would not return. And when they told me that, I didn't say let's keep him. I didn't say no, I'm gonna fight this. I said okay, I agree with that assessment. Have you spoke Have you spoken to Ayana at all? I have not. So y'all didn't have a conversation at all before she released a statement? Like, she, like... Absolutely not. Wow. Absolutely not. Now, what what does Lena say to Jason in this situation? Because I'm sure you picked up the phone and had some conversations with him. I mean, I think to me, what I believe he has to do is really go work on himself and really look internally because this is a bigger issue. This is bigger than just my show. You know, this is some other things obviously going on, which I know nothing about this Netflix thing. I know nothing about why his agency dropped him. That stuff is very, very much outside of me. But all I know is that he, just on a human level, has to get right. He has to get right with himself. That's on him. That's his responsibility. I can't fix Jason Mitchell. Did, did you ever check him during during any of this? Like when you was getting complaints about him, did you ever reach oh, out to him yeah. yourself? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. There was definitely a conversation where I called him and got really real you know and I and I was just like you know and I think I even said something to the effect of like treat women how you don't treat any woman any differently the way you would treat me mm. because I personally have never had an inappropriate or weird or whatever like interaction with him I just never have but that's probably because he look at you like the homie though you know what I'm saying it doesn't matter I, look, I but that I, I still believe any all the women that have come forward and said he he did misbehave because I'm a person that believes women. True. My stance on it. Would you ever work with Jason again? Honestly, I I do I will not, um, and I can only speak for myself. Uh, and and I think that's just because of the behavior that happened even after I tried to improve things, even after I spoke to him. What that says to me is that. You know, I there's only so much I can do, you know, with a person. And the truth is, it, it literally, you, you're not going to always get things right right away. You know, sometimes it is trial and error. And what we've done is, is we've finally gotten it right, you know, by season three, is that we've said he's not returning to the show. Tiffany has moved on to bigger and brighter things. Um, and I think, like I said, I think she's a very talented actress. I think she's a wonderful human being. And, you know, and... I stand with her and I support her. And anybody attacking her is an attack on me. You wouldn't encourage her to come back? Yes, I would love to. She always has a, has a place on the shy. Always. Gotcha. You know, she has an open door. Jason does not. So, you know, look, we, we, we're, we're coming back for season three. Um, unfortunately, we will not have Brandon and Jerrica, but we will have Reg, we will have Emmett, we will have Papa, we will have Kevin, you know, uh, we will have Duda, we will have all these characters that make up the city. Chicago is more, is bigger than one person. But um, ultimately, like I said, this whole situation has been unfortunate. Um, we're all very disappointed about how all this shook out, but I can tell you for a fact 
I did not stand by and do nothing um, while someone, you know, suffered. I didn't do that. I, I, I did everything I could to improve the environment. As a black woman, like as, as with other black women, we just, we got to reach out to each other and, and, and get rid of the middleman and, and just stand next to each other. That's real. Well, thank you, Lena. We appreciate you. Can't wait to see Shy season three, but can't wait to finish season two. Oh, yo, exactly. Finish season, finish season two and come back and holler at us season three. All right, Lena. Keep fighting the good fight. Thank you, bro. All right, P. Wow. Well, it was three sides to every story. You heard one side. You heard Lena's side. And I don't think Lena has any reason to lie. Lena got a million different things going on. It's hard, right. to, it's hard to micromanage every situation. But as she said, when she heard about it, at the end of the first season, she made a move to get it right. And when she heard he did it again, she acted. And they told her they were handling it. But you live and you learn. You know? And I hope Tiffany uh, comes back to the shy. Yeah, I hope so, too. I mean, it's just sad. It's it's, it's sad. I wonder what, what that man did, man. <sighs> Lena doesn't even know. Yeah. But... Clearly, it was enough to get him up out of there. Yeah, and you know, you know, it's also sad that I got out of that. The fact that you know, Lena sold the shy, and they said that you know, if they wanted, they could fire her. That's well, crazy. That, that, that's, that's how most of these shows are. That's like she, she, crazy. She, she that she's she the creator. She don't own the shy. She's the writer. <sighs> she don't own it though. All right. All right. The full the full call will be up uh, on Breakfast Club's YouTube page shortly though. Okay. All right. Well, Ask E is next. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you have questions for Ye. Ask ye caller right now. Again, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, what's your name? Houston. Your name is Houston or are you from Houston? His name is Houston. Yeah, my name is Houston. I'm from, I'm from Flint, Michigan. Oh, okay. Your name is Houston from Michigan. All right, bro. What's your question for Yee? Well, the, the question is, uh, I, I, left, I left town to... Uh, on the job. Mm-hmm. But when I came back, my girl was kind of upset. And I'm trying to see my kid, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just ask, I just wanted to ask her, uh, why are you so upset? Because I'm, I'm on the job. I'm trying to take care of business. And, you know, you're taking me through a bunch of unnecessary changes. Okay. What was she upset about? Thing, and see, another thing, my mother had passed mm-hmm. uh, two days before Marvin Gaye's birthday. And okay. I, you know, that's the reason I had to go see her, you know. And, uh, and she, just all, she just all twisted up about that. Well, Houston, uh, first of all, what was she upset about when you came back? Like, let's, there has to be a she reason. I, she, yeah, she thought I was out messing around, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, I travel a lot. I'm a, I'm a certified welder. I work in shipyards across the country, mm-hmm. repairing Navy ships and stuff like that, you know? Does she have and, reason uh, Does she have reason to think that you would be messing around? Oh, you know, I'm kind of a handsome guy, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of girls, a lot of girls are coming at me sideways, but I don't, I don't trust none of that stuff. But I'm so, just trying to explain to her. So you've know, never, you've never cheated? She's never caught you doing anything wrong? No, 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 nothing like that. Cause I don't cheat. I mean, it's too dangerous out here to be cheating. You know what I'm saying? Black men don't cheat. No. Nope. <laughs> I know that's right. And another thing, uh, Angela, uh, you know, Marvin Gaye died, you know, on the second of uh, April, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, I, I I wrote a song for him and I dedicated it to um him and um Nipsey Hussle. And I wanted to see if you would listen to it. No. Send it to Envy. No. No, that's what I wanted to do. Just just halfway listen. To my it. email my email's full, bro. Bro. Sing it to us right now. Hey, okay, Nipsey. you know the song Mercy, Mercy Me? Yes, we know where Mercy, Mercy, get. Let's hear you. Right, I did it. I did it like this. Oh, I'm hustling in these streets. Nah, Nipsey said he good, bro. I'm living my life I'm a real Nah, bro. Nipsey said, Nipsey said don't run your marathon. <laughs> Marvin Gaye said he good. Lord have mercy. The marathon discontinued. Hello? I feel like he really just wanted to call us in. Hello? We can't hear you. Hello? Hello? 
Hello? All right. Hello? Hello? Are you there? His real ask you a question is, Envy, how can he get you to play his song? Like this. Damn. All right. Ask Yee. Andrew <laughs> 585-1051. If you need relationship advice, call Yee right now. Please don't sing. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club in the middle of Ask Yee. Nikki, what's up? What's up? Good morning. Where you calling from, Nikki? I'm calling to talk to you about this situation I'm in. Go ahead. Shoot. So, back in 06, me and this guy was dealing with each other. We were freshmen in college. Mm -hmm. But I didn't like that college, so I ended up leaving. And we decided, you know, we were just going to stay friends. But we kept in contact. So, probably six months later, he got this girl pregnant. Ended up marrying her. He went to the military. They did their thing. But 2012, they got a divorce, and we still was in contact with one another. So, um, you know, we tried it out again, dated for a while. But then I ended up giving him $1,300. And when he said he was going to pay it back, he never paid it back, and he just stopped talking to me. Damn. Like, I didn't hear from him, nothing. So, two years later... We got back in contact, and um, he... Did he give you your money? No. Yes, he gave me my money. Okay. <laughs> and now he's in a relationship, but he's, like, always at my house, always calling, always saying, you know, he want to be with me. He's about to break up with her. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, I've been dealing with you for so long, off and on, and now I'm just tired because, yeah, I want to be with you, but I just feel like something else is going to happen, and he's going to end up leaving and I just need to know, like, if I should just keep wasting my time with this guy or just... Nikki, you know. I love the words that you're using. Because, first of all, you just said yourself, should I keep wasting my time? <laughs> so you even feel like you're wasting your time. Like I'm doing because you're in a relationship, but then you saying you want to be with me. Like, if you really want to be with me, I feel like, okay, well, leave her. Okay. you already know our history, but then, you know... You answered all your own questions just now. <laughs> Should I keep wasting my time? If you really want to be with me, you would leave her. The reason why he's always at your house and always calling you is because you're always letting him come over and you're always talking to him on the phone. Yeah. Why would he leave his girl if you still letting him get away with all that? You yeah. don't know what goes on in his household with her. Right now, you're the side chick. Are you okay with that? No, not at all. And what? that's what I told him. I'm not comfortable being outside chick. Well, you can't just tell somebody that. You have to really not be comfortable. You have to really not do that. I can tell you that. But if I'm still coming over your house all the time and calling you and talking to you whenever I want. Yeah, you're right. So I would say break up with her. Show me that you're serious. If not, I'm not going to be wasting my time. True. You know, and I also feel like things like this makes you wonder, like, if I got with him, is he going to do the same thing to me? Yeah, and that's what he brings up. He be like, well, you know, I want to get it right. That's why I'm not with you just yet because I know when I get with you, it's going to be only you and I'm going to be ready to stand. That sounds like some BS right there, girl. Yeah, I know you're not falling for that. <laughs> He's stringing you yes, along again. Yes, Look, I would be like, don't come over my house until you're single. Yeah. That's what I told him too. Well, I, all right. Well, thank you. Thank you, guys. I love you. I listen to y'all every morning. Thank you. We appreciate you. All right. Have all a right, good one, Mama. Bye. You too. All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can hit Yee. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes. And we are going to be talking about the BT Awards. Find out who's hosting and we'll tell you about some of the nominations and see what you think. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
it's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So you might be excited to know that Rihanna's new fancy line is available. So you can take a look at that. It's available online right now. Is so. it coming new music? No. Oh. You saw they were saying how she has her LinkedIn picture as her profile picture now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the items start at about $180, but they go up to $1,360. Shout to Rihanna. I love love the businesswoman she's become. It's high-end. Rihanna's one of those rare artists who really don't have to put out music no more. Nope. There's a few people that people care about them as people more than they care about their music. But they do. People love her music so much that they want her to put out some music. T.I., I think T.I. is in that space. T.I. is more mm-hmm. of a, a, a leader yeah, T.I. nowadays, a, a community culture leader more than anything. Yeah, it's not an insult yeah, that people want to hear her music, though. Not at all. It's really 50? like the fans are like, man, yes. I can't wait to hear some new Rihanna music. And that's a problem when people don't want to hear your music. That's good when you so. don't got to do music no more. Yeah, so let's talk about Regina Hall. She's going to be hosting the 2019 BET Awards. I like Regina Hall. I think she's really funny, so I'm excited to watch her on that. Now, best female R&B pop artist. The contestants are the nominees are Beyonce, LMA, Her, Solange, SZA, and Tiana Taylor. Who do you got? Her. I'm gonna go with Tiana Taylor or her. If we're talking about the past 365 yeah, days, mm-hmm. I'm going with Tiana Taylor or her. I mean, Beyonce can't even really be in no category like that. Beyonce is uh, something else. But it's never fair. She didn't put no music out last year. All right, best. Oh no, she did put out the Everything Is Love album. Mm. Best male R and B pop artist, and yeah, and, and as well as um, the whole documentary with it, right? Best male R and B pop artist: Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars, Childish Gambino, Chris Brown, John Legend, or Khalid. They got Jacquey. No. I'm they going, got Jacquey. I'm going Khalid for last year. Khalid. Mm, say it again. Who else again? Anderson Pack had a good. Anderson um, Pack had a dope album. Mm-hmm. Khalid Bruno is bigger Mars, than all of them. Childish Gambino, Chris Brown, Bruno Mars, Bruno. Chris Brown. Oh, Chris Brown put out nothing last year? Yes, he did. Didn't he put out like a triple album Who? or something? Chris Brown. I don't remember. I don't remember that. Or was it a quadruple album? Chris Brown, is a, he's a, he's oh, a legend too, though. I don't put him in that category, but if I had to go from last year, I'm going with Khalid. All right, best female hip-hop artist, and we know a lot of these women were excited to be nominated. Cardi, Cardi B, Cash Doll, Lizzo, Meg Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, and Remy Ma. That's a great category Cardi. right there. Cardi. Cardi, it was Cardi. Happy born day to Remy Ma, too. Today's Remy Ma's born yeah, day. Happy, happy birthday, Remy. Remy. Happy born day, Remy but Ma. But I like all of those artists, so yeah, I but think we're talking amazing. about the year of Cardi. last year? Cardi's Cardi. Cardi. year. All right, and speaking of women who are nominated, Megan Thee Stallion, they're saying that she might be dating Moneybag Yo. Now, I've been hearing rumblings of this for some time, and he just made her his woman crush Wednesday, so now people are really okay. feeling like something's going on No here. need for Meg to get in a relationship right now. Settle down, Meg. Simmer down. It's all right. <laughs> keep keep cooking. All right. All right. And Sway Lee, he says that he had some issues at the Cosmopolitan Hotel as well. Now, Meek Mill was saying that they have a list of hip-hop artists that they don't let into the hotel. And if you guys recall, he said that they were being racist and would not let him and his entourage into the hotel and threatened to arrest him if he got out of his vehicle. Well, here is what Sway Lee says about the Cosmopolitan. I feel him 100%. I was just there and they're really aggressive for no reason to the wrong copy people. That, what do you mean aggressive? Hey, uh, like, back up! Like, back the He's had his own bad experiences as well. Yeah, but I heard Sway Lee was trying to bring his monkey into the Cosmopolitan <laughs> Hotel. Up, so Shut I up. can see why they wouldn't let him in, all right? Shut up, man. Okay? All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. So you and the monkey cannot get in here. And then Jimmy thought that, you know, that they were talking about him. So it was just kind of all of a big miscommunication. <laughs> Shut up. All right, when we come back to People's Choice Mix Don't Move, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, uh, shout to my partner, uh, Caesar. You know, big do, pun. Uh, Caesar, you is idiot. <laughs> now we do a lot of the uh, real estate stuff together, and you know we go around in different markets trying to teach you guys about real estate, about uh, different things that you should know. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's REOs, whether it's uh, Opportunity Zones. REOs, again. What they mean, how you guys can take advantage of them. And, you know, we're going to be in a couple of cities. I know we're heading out to New Orleans, Chicago, hey. Charlotte, and uh, L.A. And, and we really just want to teach you guys about real estate and, and, and teach you how to, to get into it. And you're coming to Juices for Life for Wealth Wednesday on Wednesday. Yeah, next Wednesday we'll be at You'll Juices be at for Life. Store. That's right. So you can, everybody in the New York area, come on out. It's free. So we just want to teach people because there's so many different ways to get these properties where you don't have to put up much money, where, you, you, you know, you could get tax abatements for a while. And we're just really trying to teach you guys, you know. Uh, I didn't know. I had to learn from somebody. I actually learned a lot from Caesar and a lot from just really just falling down and not really understanding and learning. But there's so many ways to help you guys. And instead of letting people come in our communities and take advantage of those opportunity zones, we need to take a bit, uh, advantage of those opportunity yes, zones. Yes, sir. We need to take a, a advantage of the, the 3% down loans and all that other stuff. And don't let them take our community from us and then charge us extra, extra high rates to get back in our community, all right? And I also want to stress the fact that you don't got to do it by yourself. A lot of times you feel like, I have to buy this home by myself. I have to do this investment alone. Correct. It's really great to partner up with people and get those things done. And one thing I'm hoping you guys talk about Airbnbs and stuff because I'm trying to do some vacation Airbnbs. Yeah, we do. We do. Air, we, we talk about the Airbnb stuff. And we also, we, we try to bring people from different agencies. Like we, we bring auction.com where we get a lot of those uh, cheap, cheap homes, whether it's foreclosed homes or city-owned homes on whether it's auction.com, and they actually show people how to, you know, to get through their system and how to use auction.com. And none of that, and we don't, and auction.com doesn't charge. They actually come and do it. They want to show people. So they were oh, trying to get rid of those houses too. It's an auction, right? No, so they no. Want, they want people to get them. No, people are buying them, so they don't right, have no problem getting rid of them. But a lot of us aren't buying them, and they want to teach to well, us. You mean Dominicans? Minorities, black, brown, you know, minorities. And, and, to get them. Envy will be at the Juice Bar along with the Vice President of Fannie Mae, Daniel mm-hmm. McCoy, and they're going to be talking about helping you qualify for a mortgage, also getting loans to convert your house to an Airbnb, mm-hmm. how to buy a house with little or no down payment, and investing in real estate. With friends and family, all the things that he's been talking about. So this might be a great opportunity if you're in the Brooklyn area. I just think I'm it's dope. People. I just think it's dope that Big Pun and Tony Sunshine still on tour after all Yo, these shut years. Up, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out to Big Pun and Tony Sunshine, Yo, aka up, Season DJ <laughs> Envy. Shut up, man. <laughs> they out here you know working. What? When we come back positive, no, you're an ass. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, man. Uh, it is still Mental Health Awareness Month um, until tomorrow. Tomorrow's the last day of Mental Health Awareness Month. But, you know, mental health is a lifestyle, so not just a month. But I just want everybody out there to know, man, you don't have to control your thoughts. You just have to stop letting your thoughts control you. Breakfast Club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done?